You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it's, uh, believe it or not, hour number three, which, golly, this show has flown by. But uh, uh, great, grass, great, great guests, good content. And uh, now hour number three, where we're going into one of my favorite things. We do it every week at 4 o'clock on Wednesdays. We call it the Grand Council, where I bring in two brethren who do clock radio, uh, and uh, and we ping each other with questions and see how we do. But uh, let me just call the roll for a minute. So uh, Jeff Poor, host of the Jeff Poor Show on FM Talk 106.5 down yonder in Mobile, and the executive editor for 1819 News. Is you here? I am present. You are indeed. Thank you, sir, for being present. And then also uh, taking uh, the spot that's normally held by Council Member Dale Jackson, we got Yaffe, host of the Yaffe program on the mornings on WVNN, 770 AM, 92.5 FM out of Huntsville. Yaff, are you here with us? I am here. You are. Thank you, my brother. All right. Well, I pronounce a quorum. Boomer, hit it. Assemble the Grand Council. But, uh... Ba-ba-da. All right, we are in. I'm going to say Jeff Poor. First question, what you got? Uh, this just in. The uh, Facebook is announcing that it will uh, end its ban on Donald Trump, uh, and, and that includes Instagram as well, for his role in the January 6th insurrection. Uh, does Donald <laughs> Trump come back to either one of those two platforms? Oh, God. Uh, Yaffe, you want to take it first? I'm going to say yes. I've heard that he's getting frustrated with uh, Truth Social not being as successful, and I think eventually he's going to want that attention. Oh, I, I mean, so I look at it and think, first of all, why'd you name it Truth Social? I get what the name means, but it's not, doesn't like it doesn't flow off the tongue, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, but I, you know, I don't know. Part of me says he almost has to admit he's not getting his message out on his own platform to do it. But then again, he he's a communicator. He loves the fact that he can tweet or Facebook something and the whole world sees it because they want to know what he's going to say or do. So uh, I, I'm going to say at some point, at the very least, if he's truly running for president, his consultants are going to say, Mr. President, we at least got to get your campaign back on the uh, on these platforms. Jeff, your question, what do you think? I, I guess I, the, the, the true so, what he does at True Social's history, how much money have they sunk into this? It is just not a... Uh, it's not a very good platform. It is, and you can't. The lesson here, guys, is this: you can't build a social media platform around solely politics. It just it sets itself up to fail. Uh, that's that's an interesting point. I think we can almost spend a half an hour on that alone. I hadn't even thought about that. But you're right. If he's coming in just for purely politics, and and there's nothing there about culture or about you know someone's grandma's birthday or you know whatever, then yeah, that makes sense. All right. That was too easy of a question. That felt like non-controversial. I mean, I almost felt too smooth. I tell you what, let me go with this one. I, I got the next question. So just a little while ago, while we were on the air, and in fact, they're on the screen right now talking about it again on one of the uh, the, the, the tubes up here on the wall. Uh, Biden has announced that the U.S. is sending 31 of our Abrams tanks to Ukraine. 
Uh, so among all the other things that we provided, uh, to include the HIMARS missile systems, the billions and billions of dollars, and now we're going to also send 31 world-class M1A1s, I think, Abrams tanks or different versions. Your thoughts on this, and by the way, why is it controversial for some conservatives to support Ukraine? Uh, Yaffe, you first. Oh, man, I feel like the second one, <laughs> second part of that question is going to take a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, I, I tend to be like you, Phil. I tend to really support Ukraine. I think um, as long as we can make sure that the money's going to the right places in Ukraine, it'll be good. I don't think sending tanks is going to be some kind of massive escalation that leads to nuclear war. Some tend to believe that. I... I am not there, at least as of yet. So I think overall it's going to be a good move. All right. Uh, Jeff Rowe, what you think, bud? I'm marginally skeptical here. I, I don't I don't like it. I, I am not I'm not I'm ambivalent on either way here. I, I don't buy this notion that we gotta do all this because if we don't, China's gonna invade Taiwan. I, I think the world's a much more complicated place than uh, basing these decisions on some kind of symbolic gesture or whatever this is. But uh, I, I do, you know, on the other hand, you know, I mean, are, are we even ready to defend our own homeland? Uh, do we have that kind of military preparedness? So uh, I, I don't think this is going to create some significant escalation, but I am really genuinely curious the justification of our national security interest here. Well, so I, I look at it and, and, you know, I've said it on the show before, um, I, like let you have, you said, I, I, I want to see some accountability. I want to know for a fact that when we send dollars, that they're actually being spent in, in, a, in a responsible manner in which they were intended, and we're not just throwing, you know, money to the wind here. But, but Abrams tanks, though, that's that's an escalation in terms of us sending armor. I mean, that's a confrontational weapon that has the capacity to uh, turn things. I mean, we've been taking out their tanks like crazy. We have learned so much about their lack of capabilities. And, uh, and this is going to be the, one of the first true major potential tank-on-tank tank warfare has resurged in this war. And to see what Abrams can do, and these aren't even the latest variants, but to see what Abrams can do against T-72s and others uh, is going to be interesting. But I think, that, um, I think that if we just let Putin march, if we had never done anything, that we'd be looking at NATO being next or the Baltic states being next or whatever. But so... At some point, though, we got to figure out what uh, what I don't hear from the Biden administration is what is the end state. When when does this stop? And and our, and I and I better not be boots on the ground. That's that that concerns me. All right, that was that was too easy. Is it because Dale's not here? What does yes. that, <laughs> that was the easiest question. That, <laughs> what happens when Dale's not here? Things went smooth. <laughs> I know. Nobody's yelling at each other. I mean. Love broke out on the Grand <laughs> Council. Used to always say down in Montgomery, bad things happen in the Senate when love breaks out. So, <laughs> all well, right, I, I will say this, yeah. Phil. Yeah, I, I don't think you really answered your own question. You, you are you going to try and start something now? Are you picking a fight? <laughs> Did you do you think it's a good move to send the tanks, or are you worried about the escalation? Because you admit it is kind of an escalation, but is it a is it a good escalation? Uh, what I would have preferred to have seen is. Um, um, more Leopard tanks coming from Germany as opposed to Abrams tanks from the U.S. I think the, the Abrams tanks are fueled by jet fuel. They're turbine engines, whereas Leopard tanks can be fueled by something far far easier. I think we're doing something that is almost symbolic here. Uh, it's going to work. They're going to be able to use it. But now we got to also supply them with fuel that they didn't ordinarily have on stock. So there's going to be aspects of this that do not make sense in the big picture. 
Um, but oh, okay. we're trying to make them make sense. Uh, so I, I, I think there's a little bit of symbology here as opposed to true war fighting uh, and good logistics. But uh, so there, how you like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one reason I, I really wanted to know is because you obviously know more of the ins and outs, the details when it comes to something like that. So I was honestly like, OK, he he would know. And, and you did. You you had some of the details, some thoughts on it. I haven't really heard anywhere else. Well, I'm going to wind up having 15 text messages in a minute that are going to tell me I got it wrong. But <laughs> All right, Boomer, take us to a break, man. We'll come right back. Round two of the Grand Council coming up. Jeff Poor from FM Talk 106.5 and 1819 News and Yaffe from the Yaffe program on uh, WVNN 770 AM 92.5 FM out of Huntsville and me. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right saving the world one sound bite at a time going back to round two of the grand council we've got uh, jeff poor from fm talk 1065 down on the coast as well as being the executive editor at 1819 news and yaffe from the yaffe program at wvnn 770 am 92.5 fm out of huntsville fellers round two jeff you got the first question what you got uh, the guys at AL.com are lighting themselves on fire. Uh, Michael Bennett, <laughs> a U.S. senator from Colorado, is going to freeze Biden's uh, Pentagon appointees over the Space Command headquarters, supposed to be in Huntsville. What do you make of it? I, uh, uh, I, 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 I am very skeptical that this is uh, uh, the, as big of a deal as they're making it out to be. Well, I, I think AL.com can take a fly and leave. It's like AL.com never wants the state of Alabama to succeed anyway. Um, but uh, they just got an email in my inbox, literally just – I saw it during the break. Um, and it is uh, from um, Tuberville's office. And I don't know if you saw it yet, Jeff. You probably got it in your inbox too. Yeah, if you may have it. Um, but it literally is addressing AL.com's article uh, from Yaffe's office and pointing out that um, basically the senator ain't sitting still on this. And don't think for a second you can jam this up. I'm, I'm paraphrasing in a big way because it's a pretty robust uh, email. I mean, like they put this thing together, Cody Sargent from the Tuberville's office, and what they basically said was, good luck, dude. And um, so, yeah, I, I don't see it happening. I don't think they can, not without uh, creating a firestorm in the Republican-controlled Senate. Uh, Yaffe, what do you think, bud? I have been pretty concerned about Space Command and possibly them trying to change it. I think a lot of this is trying to convince Biden to change his mind on this. It's it's like AL.com and what's going on in Colorado. It's just them themselves trying to say, no, 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 this is not fair. This is not fair. Hoping Biden will listen and for purely political reasons decide, oh, all of a sudden, oh, okay, never mind. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna bring it to Huntsville. But I think there's too many things in the work right now that hopefully it it's still come to Huntsville. I don't necessarily see that changing anytime soon. This is going to be like having to deny that someone is biologically male because they were born that way. I mean, it's, 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 it's right. It's just, there's no, Jeff, your own question. What are you thinking? 
Well, I was kind of, you know, uh, wasn't Mo Brooks supposed to be the reason that this was going going away? That, that Mo just didn't play this game very well, and and Mo was terrible. And the, you know, every day that Mo Brooks was uh, in, in Congress or a threat to be a U.S. senator, Space Command was going away. Well, not now that Mo Brooks has been dispatched to Buck's pocket, uh, I, I guess they were wrong about this one. <laughs> I never truly heard much in terms of like official statements on Mo Brooks, but I'll be honest with you. I, I, the, the only way they can, the only way they could possibly jimmy this up is to find true grounds to overturn all of the prior, you know, uh, r- reports and studies and everything else that have been put together. The, the constant reviews they've had to go through. I mean, we've got everything's in place. It's just down well, to I- the secretary of the air force to pull the trigger. And that's where we are. Well, let me just say this. I was basing this on uh, Kyle Whitmire, who's fighting a world dumb, uh, my friend Bill Britt, Josh Moon. Uh, th- those are the people telling me that it was uh, Mo Brooks that was going to cost us Space Command. Well, Jeff, if those are your sources. I'm just saying. I, I just I thought I I thought maybe they were right this time. Uh, is, he, is he is he winning no. that war? Is no, he, uh... he is not winning that war. In fact, <laughs> I think it's an internal battle, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Um, your question, Yaffe, what you got next? So the debt ceiling fight continues. Ooh. My question is, who blinks first? Do the Republicans, Kevin McCarthy, do they blink first? Or do the Democrats, and especially Joe Biden, the White House, do they blink first in terms of, okay, if Democrats blink, they're willing to negotiate. If Republicans blink, they just kind of cave in and raise the debt ceiling. Uh, Jeff, you first. Uh, I, I think there's going to be some kind of, um, and this is how it always goes, though, right? There'll be some kind of shutdown, and then uh, for whatever reason, Republicans or whoever the party is that's not in power, which in this case is Republicans, will will inevitably have to give in. But uh, it depends on what they get out of it, I suppose. I, I think I think you're going to wind up seeing some measure of compromise. They're going to get some kind of cuts on something, claim that that was the cuts they were looking for. And sign off on the debt ceiling increase and, and then probably move on. And I hate it, but that's probably where it's going to wind up being. So, uh, I, I, so Biden's going to give something he doesn't really care as much about. Republicans are going to claim it as a victory, and then they're going to move forward. And uh, that, that's, that's what I imagine is going to happen. Yaffe, your question, what you got? I tend to agree with you on that, Phil, although it could go down to, like, the last minute, which means – the Democrats, even if they negotiate a little bit, they'll get this big time media victory because the media will say it's the end of the world <laughs> if we default on our debt. And yeah. then all of a sudden, um, Biden will kind of negotiate and they'll spin it as instead of Republicans winning, they'll spin it as Biden was the reasonable one saving the economy. Ah, ah, I, I, I. Yeah, I, I think you're there. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, uh, last question of the day, I think. Um, all right. So. The whole paper chase, you know, the Biden paper scandals, we got we got documents. I mean, they're, they're showing up in sock drawers and they're, you know, finding them in the driveway and they're hanging from trees. Anyway, Biden's got classified documents scattered hither and yon. I heard somebody called him the Johnny Appleseed of classified documents, just scattering them everywhere he goes. Um, that being said, all of a sudden, I think it was yesterday, Mike Pence comes out and says, oh, hey, by the way, fellas, I found some classified documents at my house. What is the backstory on this? Why is why did this happen with Pence? Is it because he's just a stand up guy and he wanted to be there and say, look, fellas, I, I'm, I'm guilty, too. We're all just, you know, sinners in a sinful world. Or is he is there a backstory there like trying to save Joe Biden or mitigate overall 
Somebody explain to me what the backstory is from your perspective. Jeff, you first. I, I think uh, Mike Pence is probably going to sell military secrets to China. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you heard it first that, on Right Side Radio. The uh, arch villain of Republican politics, Mike Pence, they called him red handed. He thought he was going to get away with it. But if it weren't for those meddling guys at the National Archives, he would have. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yaffe, your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know if I can top that, but. Um, I tend to think he prob. Some are saying he's doing this to save Biden, but in a way, doesn't it just save Trump more? Because not only did Biden show it, oh, okay, they found some of Biden, so there's no way they're going to prosecute Trump now. Now they find it with Pence, Pence and Biden. There's definitely no way they're going to prosecute Trump over this, but they're probably not going to prosecute anyone. I guess I'll give Mike Pence the benefit of the doubt, though. I don't think it was some kind of grand plan. He probably wanted to get this out of the way ahead of time before his run for president. If Pence is doing something, here's my thought. If Pence is doing something that actually benefits his position or, or the conservative position here, then I think it's there are, they were looking at the idea that Biden may wind up just getting kind of run out of town on a rail by his own people. And now he just threw him a lifeline, which, oh, keeps the doddering old guy in play as the candidate they may have to compete with in the uh, next campaign, which is good for Republicans. So part of me is thinking, don't let them run Biden out. We want to save him. We want him to be the candidate. Well, that, that's, that's my conspiracy theory on the good side of things. Uh, I don't know what else it could be. At the same time, it also just felt weird. It just, it just felt freaking weird. All right. Closing comments. Anybody got one for the good of the order? Check your text messages. Oh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, uh, I heard a text come through, but I, I did not realize it was one of the men on the council. I am uh, literally seeing somebody. Oh, nice. No, 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 no. I can't say it. We got to scoop. Uh, uh, are you going to say it for us, Jeff, or am I going to say it? What do you want to do here? Uh, well, it depends on what it is. I'll, I'll let you. Uh, it is your show indeed. Well, I just got a, we just all got a text. From, this is um, like inside baseball. I know inside baseball. Here. Mo Brooks just texted us said, "FYI, according to someone very prominent in Space Command, location decision process, his efforts, Mo Brooks' efforts, were a major deciding factor that got Space Command in Alabama." Bam! How's See, that for it, a show? You don't feel it, office guys. This would not even be an issue. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, Yaff! <laughs> thanks for sitting in with us. We appreciate you. Yaffe from the Yaffe program, WVNN, 770 AM, 92.5 FM out of Huntsville. Jeff Poor, executive editor, 1819 News, FM Talk 106.5 in Mobile. Appreciate you both. Have an amazing night. All right, guys. Wow. That went by fast. Super fast. Nobody got mad at each other. <laughs> so nice, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's fun having that. Uh, take me to a break, brother. We'll be right back.